Section 19 of A Young Girl's Diary by Anonymous, translated by Cedar Paul and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by K. Hand. November and December, the third year. November 8th. On Father's and Dora's birthday, Mother was so ill that we did not keep it at all. I was in a terrible fright that Mother was seriously ill, or even that. No, I won't even think about it. One simply must not write it down even if one is not superstitious. Aunt Dora came last week to keep house for Mother. We are not going skating, for we are always afraid that Mother might get worse just when we are away. And as soon as she is able to get up for long enough, Father is going to take her to see a specialist in the diseases of women, so it must be true that Mother's illness comes from that. November 16th. Oh, it's horrible. Mother has to have an operation. I'm so miserable that I can't write. November 19th. Mother is so good and dear. She wants us to go skating to take our thoughts off the operation. But Dora says, too, that it would be brutal to go skating when Mother is going to have an operation in a few days. Father said to us yesterday evening, Pull yourselves together, children. Set your teeth, and don't make things harder for your poor mother. But I can't help it. I cry whenever I look at Mother. November 23rd. It is so dismal at home since Mother went away. We had to go to school, and we believe she would not leave until the afternoon, but the carriage came in the morning. Dora says that Father had arranged all that because I could not control myself. Well, who could? Dora cries all day, and at school I cried a lot, and so did Hella. November 28th. Thank goodness, it's all safely over. Mother will be home again in a fortnight. I'm so happy, and only now can I realize how horribly anxious I have been. We go every day to see Mother at the hospital. I wish I could go alone, but we always go all together, that is, either with Father or with Aunt Dora. But I suspect that Dora does go to see Mother quite alone. She gave herself away today about the flowers. She behaves as if Mother were only her mother. On Thursday, the first time we saw Mother, we all whispered, and Mother cried, although the operation had made her quite well again. Unfortunately, yesterday, Aunt Alma was there when we were, and Father said that seeing so many people at once was too exciting for Mother, and we must go away. Of course, he really meant that Aunt Alma and Marina had better go away, but Aunt did not understand or would not. Why on earth did Aunt come? We hardly ever meet since the trouble about Marina and that Jack and Napes Irwin, only when there is a family party. Oswald says it's not a family gathering but a family dispersal, because nearly always someone takes offense. November 30th. Today I managed to be alone with Mother. At school, I said I had an awfully bad headache and asked if I might go home before the French lesson. I really had. What I told Mother was that Frau Dr. Dunker was ill, so we had no lesson. Really, one ought not to tell lies to an invalid, but this was a pious fraud, as Hella's mother always calls anything of the sort, and no one will find out, because Frau Dr. Dunker has nothing to do with the fourth, so Dora won't hear anything about it. Mother said she was awfully pleased to be able to see me alone for once. That absolutely proves that Dora does go alone. Mother was so sweet, and Sister Clara said she was a perfect angel in goodness and patience. Then I burst out crying, and Mother had to soothe me. At first, after I got home, I did not want to say anything about it, but when we were putting on our things after dinner to go and see Mother, I said, en passant, as it were, this is the second time I shall be seeing Mother today. And when Dora said, what do you mean, I said, quite curtly, one of our lessons did not come off, so I took the chance, too, of being able to see Mother alone. Then she said, did the porter let you in without any trouble? It surprises me very much that such very young girls, who are almost children still, are allowed to go in alone. Luckily, Aunt came in at that moment and said, Oh, well, nobody thinks Greedel quite a child now, and both of you can go alone to the hospital all right. On the way, we did not speak to one another. December 5th. 
for st nicholas day we took mother a big flower pot and tied to the stick was a label on which father had written being ill is punishable as an impermissible offence in the sense of section seven the mothers and housewives act mother was frightfully amused the doctor says she is going on nicely and that she will be able to come home in a few days december sixth it was awful today in the evening when we were leaving the dining room father said gretel you have forgotten something and when i came back he took me by the hand and said why didn't you tell me that you wanted so much to see mother alone you did not need to make a secret of it and then i burst out crying and said yes i need not keep it a secret from you but i don't like dora to know all about it did she tell you what happened the other day but father does not know anything about my pretended headache but only that i wanted so much to see mother alone he was awfully kind and kissed and petted me saying you are a dear little thing little witch i hope you always will be but i got away as quick as i could for i felt so ashamed because of my fibbing if it were not for dora i'm sure i should never tell any lies december sixth father is an angel he and i went to see mother in the morning and aunt and dora went in the afternoon and since father had to go into the cafe where he had an appointment with a friend i went on alone to see mother and he came in afterwards mother asked me about my christmas wishes but i told her i had only one wish that she should get well and live forever i was awfully glad that dora was not there for i could never have got that out before her still she made me tell her my wishes after all so i said i wanted handkerchiefs with monogram and coronet visiting cards with vaughn a satchel like that which most of the girls in the higher classes have and the novel elizabeth cott but i am not to have the novel for mother was horrified and said my darling child that's not the sort of book for you who on earth put that into your head ada i suppose from what i know of your tastes it really would not suit you at all so i had to give that up but i'm certain i should not find the book stupid december eleventh mother came home again today we did not know what time she was coming but only that it was to be today and because i was so glad that mother's quite well again i sang two or three songs and mother said that is a good omen when one is greeted with a song then dora was annoyed because she had not thought of singing we had decorated the whole house with flowers december fifteenth i am embroidering a cushion for mother and dora is making her a footstool so that she can sit quite comfortably while she was reading for father we have bought a new brief bag because his own is so shabby that it makes us quite ashamed but he always says it will do for a good while yet for a long time i did not know what to get for aunt dora and at length we have decided upon a lace fichu for she is awfully fond of lace i am giving hella a sketch-book and a pencil case she draws beautifully and will perhaps become an artist for dora i am getting a vanity bag and for oswald a cigarette case with a horse's head on it for he is frightfully taken up with racing and the turf december sixteenth owing to mother's illness i've had simply no time to write anything about the school although there has been a great deal to write about for example that prof w is very friendly again although he no longer gives us lessons and that most of the girls can't bear the nutling because she makes such favorites of the jewish girls it's quite true that she does for example franca who is never any good will probably get a praiseworthy in maths and physics and she lets weinberger do anything she likes i always get excellent both for school work and prep so it really does not matter to me but berbenchowicz is frightfully put out because she is no longer the favorite as she was with frau doktorst the other day it was quite unpleasant in the maths lesson in the answer to a sum there happened to be a one three and then the nutling asked what one three would be as a decimal fraction so we went on talking about recurring periodic decimals and every time she used the word period some of the girls giggled but luckily some of them were jews and she got perfectly savage and simply screamed at us 
in frau doktorst's lesson in the first some of the girls giggled at the same thing and she went on just as if she had not noticed it but afterwards she always spoke of periodic places and then one does not think of the real meaning so much frau doktor f said she should complain to frau doktor m about our unseemly behavior but really all the girls had not giggled for x helen and i simply exchanged glances and understood one another at once i can't endure that idiotic giggling december twentieth oswald came home to-day he's fine it's quite true that he has really had a mustache for a long time but was not allowed to grow it at the gymnasium in boarding schools the barber comes every saturday and they have to be shaved he always says that at the gymnasium everything manly is simply suppressed i am so glad i am not a man and need not go to gymnasium anyhow he has a splendid mustache now Hella did not recognize him at first and drew back in alarm she only knew him after a moment by his voice we have reckoned it up to find that she has not seen him since the easter before last at first he called her fraulein but her mother said don't be silly it did not seem silly to me but most polite december twenty third mother is so delighted that oswald is home again and he really is awfully nice he is giving her a wonderful flowers of iron group representing a mountain scene with a forest and in the foreground some roe deer as if in a pasture december twenty fifth only time for a few words mother was very well yesterday and it has not done her any harm to stay up so long i am so happy we both got a tie pin with a sapphire and three little diamonds they have been made out of some earrings which mother never wears now but the nice thing about it is that they are made from her earrings the satchel and stifter's tails are awfully nice and so are the handkerchiefs with the coronet and everything else hella gave me a reticule with my monogram and the coronet as well oswald has given dora and me small paperweights and father a big one bronze groups we really need two writing tables but there is no room for two so i am going to arrange the little corner table as my writing table and have all of my things there december twenty seventh at the bruckner's yesterday it was really awful hella's mother is perfectly right when anyone looks like that she ought not to pay any visits when she knows that other people may be there hella told me the day before yesterday how frightfully noticeable it is in her cousin that she is an i c her mother was very much put out on her account and she wanted to prevent emmy's standing up we were simply disgusted and horrified but her husband is awfully gentle with her she is certainly not pretty and especially the puffiness under her eyes is horrid they say that many women look like that when they are pert she was wearing a maternity dress and that gives the whole show away hella says that some women look awfully pretty when they are in an i c but that some look hideous i do hope that i shall be one of the first kind if i ever no it really is horrible even if it makes one pretty when i think of frau von baldner and what she looked like last summer yet father has always said she is a perfect beauty really no one is it pretty in an i c soon after tea hella and i went up to her room and she said it had really been too much for her and that she could not have stood it much longer and we went on talking about it for such a long time that it really made both of us nearly ill on sunday emmy and her husband are coming to dine with the burrs and hella begged me to ask her to dinner with us or she would be quite upset so of course she is coming here and thank goodness that will save her from feeling ill and then she said that i must not think she wanted to come to us because of oswald but only for that other reason i understand that perfectly well and she does not need to make any excuses to me twenty ninth hella came to dinner to-day she was wearing a new dress a light strawberry color and it suited her admirably in the evening oswald said two or three years more and hella will look ripping it does so annoy me this continual will hella's father simply said of me that i was charming and not that idiotic i was going to become charming i do hate the way people always talk out into the future 
however oswald paid hella a great deal of attention in the afternoon when hella and i were talking about him i wanted to turn the conversation to lajos but she flushed up and said he was utterly false for since october he had only been to see them once on a sunday just when they were going to the theatre of course he says he does not care a jot about the visits unless he can see her alone she can't realize that that shows the greatness of his love i understand it perfectly but it is really monstrous that jeno has asked after me only once quite casually and he really might have sent me a card at christmas but that's what young men are like the proverb really applies to them out of sight out of mind december thirtieth frau richter called to-day but only in the morning for a quarter of an hour not a word was said about victor though i stayed in the drawing-room on purpose dora did not put in an appearance though i'm sure she was at home he is extraordinarily like his mother he has the same lovely straight nose and the small mouth and well-cut lips but he is very tall and she is quite small half a head shorter than mother we owe them a call but i don't much think that we shall go december thirty first i really have no time since this is new year's eve but i simply must write dora and i went skating this morning and we met victor on the ice he went frightfully pale saluted and spoke to us dora wished to pass on but he detained her and said that she must allow him to have a talk so he came skating with us since she would not go to a confectioner's with him she was certainly quite right not to go to a confectioner's of course i don't know what they talked about but in the afternoon dora cried frightfully and victor never said good-bye to me it's impossible that he can have forgotten so either i must have been too far away at the time or else dora did not want him to most likely the latter i'm frantically sorry for him for he is passionately in love with her but she won't come to her senses until it is too late i don't think she has said a word to mother either but all the afternoon she was playing melancholy music and that shows how much she had felt it end of section nineteen